Hello, I'm Mercedes. And I'm Tash. And you're listening to episode 125 of Chat Disney. So welcome back to another episode of the Chat Disney podcast. And this week, Tash and I are really excited because we're going to be sharing with you our Disney recommendations. That's right. So we're going to be letting you know how Tash and I spend our free time. What Disney podcasts are we loving? What things are we watching on Disney Plus? Stay tuned to find out our picks for right now in the world of Disney. But before we get into all of that, let's have a little look at the news. a bit of a slow news week for Disney this week um, but we do have some parks news from the world of Walt to Disney World um, very excitingly a squirrel was caught stealing candy from a store in Hollywood Studios what a cheeky little squirrel he was seen getting up into one of the little storage units that had all the Disney candy and off he went with a packet of candy from the store I did say it was a very slow Newsweek. But very excitingly, we have had our first behind the scenes look at Harmonious, which is a new show that's going to be debuting at Epcot for the 50th anniversary. I believe it's coming on the 1st of October. And I think there's three kind of transitions. It goes from morning to day to night. And it features a range of characters, including Mulan, um, Pocahontas, I believe, The Lion King, lots and lots of different characters we will see there. So very exciting. That is really, really exciting and making me want to get to Walt Disney World even more. And a final bit of news for you all this week. Tash did not lie. It is a very slow, slow news week. We have some Star Wars news for you. So this is really cool. So lots of you will have watched The Mandalorian season one and you'll have seen that amazing moment at the end. And I am going to do a spoiler warning here where Luke Skywalker is in the series and rescues the baby Grogu and there is a special effects YouTuber who fixed the Luke Skywalker animation so he made it look more like Mark Hamill and how cool is this Lucasfilm have actually hired him so he now officially works for Lucasfilm and will be working on upcoming Star Wars television and film which I think is absolutely amazing and I love stories like that and final bit of Star Wars news for you all If you are a big Star Wars fan, there is a new Millennium Falcon wireless charger that is on sale. So if this sounds like something that is up your street or you have any birthday presents that you need to buy for the Star Wars fan in your life, definitely, definitely check out this Millennium Falcon wireless charger. And that's pretty much everything that's been happening at the time of recording. So we're now going to head into the main part of today's episode, our Disney recommendations. So this week, we're going to be talking about the things that we recommend in terms of entertainment. What do we watch? What do Tash and I watch? And what do we listen to? And what do we read in our free time? And what can you get your hands on? So I'm really excited to talk about this. And obviously, it's a topic that will change depending on what week it is, what month it is. So this is very much a episode that's about 
the now, about the moment and present day and, and what we're enjoying at this moment in time. So Tash, I want you to think about a typical week. Monday morning, what does that look like for you? Are there any Disney mediums involved in your Monday morning? Well, of course, there is the new episode of Chat Disney that is released every Monday morning. Um, And you will know that, obviously, if you are listening to this episode and this podcast. Um, But yeah, I, I sometimes I will listen to our episodes back, but not always. But I do definitely... So I have about a 25-minute, 30-minute walk to work. And that is my time to listen to podcasts. So I do always listen to a Disney podcast. So generally, I'll either listen to 37 Disney Street, who have joined us on the podcast before. Um, Theme Park Trader, I will often listen to as well. Disney Marvels. All these people have all appeared. They're all good pod pals of ours. So if you're a regular listener, I'm sure you will have heard these names before, but definitely worth some podcasts worth checking out. 37 Disney Street are very good. They do a Disneyland Paris show, which they actually record live now every Sunday. And they also do a series where they go through the classics. So if you really want to get some good film knowledge and some facts. I always learn a lot from those episodes. They're definitely worth checking out. And they have also ventured into the world of YouTube as well. So they do do YouTube videos now as well. That's right. And the Disneyland Paris podcast that 37 Disney Street do on a Sunday night, that's very much what I listen to on my Monday morning. So I've only actually joined them for one live YouTube session on the Sunday because my Sunday nights are normally pretty frantic getting ready for the week ahead, but I'll always listen on the Monday morning. Normally when I'm in the shower, which I know that sounds really weird, but I don't have a commute to work anymore because I now work from home. So I'll often listen to that in the shower. And then the other one for me on a Monday morning is Theme Park Trader. So that comes out on a Monday morning as well. Now the Theme Park Trader podcast is a really interesting one because as you'll have noticed it doesn't have the word Disney in the title and that's because Ryan and Dan don't just talk about Disney parks and resorts although they do talk about Walt Disney World a hell of a lot but they also talk about Alton Towers and they talk about Thorpe Park they talk about Universal Studios so if you're really into theme parks and that's something that you would like to hear more about then we should absolutely well you should absolutely check out the Theme Park Trader podcast because it's a really fun British theme park podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. I really enjoy their podcast. And also the thing I like about them as well is they're, they're quite similar to us in terms of how they're not afraid to criticize something. They're very kind of open-minded when it comes to talking about Disney and the parks, and they're not afraid to slate what is bad about the parks or what is bad about, I don't know, a new attraction, which is quite refreshing because I think I mean, we do that from time to time. We do try to be as positive as we can, but if something's bad, we're going to talk about it. And I like that the theme park trader aren't afraid to do that because I think you do often get a lot of Disney accounts, whether it's YouTubers, whether it's Instagram, whether it's other podcasts where they do only talk about the positive. And I think when you've got a company that is as broad as the Walt Disney Company, there are negatives. So kudos to the theme park trader for, for that. Yeah, I really appreciate their honesty as well. So on a Monday, Tash and I both work all day. So there's not really any Disney that happens during the day. I don't suppose you do anything at lunchtime, Tash? Um, I do not know. I eat at my desk. Um, I do not have a lunch break, sadly. Um, So yeah, there is zero Disney magic involved with my job. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes I will 
listen to a podcast while I'm working as well, but it depends on the task because I find it quite difficult to listen and work. And I find that I'm either just listening or just working. And then I have to kind of rewind because I realize I've missed a massive chunk. So sometimes at lunchtime, I'll continue with my podcast as well. So that brings us to Monday evening. Now, Monday evenings, I do have a show that I'm watching at the moment. And this is something that is Disney and it's available on Hulu. But obviously, we don't have Hulu in the UK right now. So it's currently on Channel 4, 4 OD. And that is, of course, The Handmaid's Tale. So since Grumpy and I moved house at the beginning of this year, we actually don't have an aerial in our house. And it's something that we need to sort out. And we have had an engineer over, but it's, yeah, really complicated. And I'm not going to bore you all with that story. But the point is, we actually don't have terrestrial television at the moment. We don't have channels one, two, three, and four. So we have to watch them on catch up, which is fine for like iPlayer and ITV Hub, because you can watch them live through those streaming services but you can't do that with Channel 4. So I have to watch The Handmaid's Tale on a Monday night. So that's what my Monday nights are reserved for at this moment in time. Hang on, is the new season of Handmaid's Tale out? Yes, Tash, yes it is. Oh my, I I saw the trailers like a few weeks ago and was like, oh yes, it's coming soon. I didn't realise it was out now. Yeah, it is out now. I have so much to catch up on. Oh, I'm so excited. This has made my day. Yeah, this is absolutely not a plug. It sounds really like position, like, oh my God, and it's out right now. But it is, Tash, you're about six weeks behind, so you need what? to get on that. Okay, yeah. well, that's actually good because I'm I'm too impatient to wait a week between episodes. So actually, that's good. I can binge. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to start this tonight. Yeah, it's really good. And actually, for those of you loyal chat Disney listeners, you'll actually remember the moment that I told the Tash, the Tash, (laughs) I told the Tash, I told the Tash about The Handmaid, Um, The Handmaid's Tale. It was actually on chat Disney. We were talking about television and I told Tash the premise and she was like, that sounds awesome. And now she's up to date almost. She's got six episodes now, but she will be the next time you hear from us. So that's cool. Yeah, I'm well excited now. Yeah, I am well and truly converted into the the Handmaid's Tale. Something that is slightly different from the Handmaid's Tale, which um, I've been watching in the mornings actually as I get ready for work, is Monsters at Work. Um, Work, work, very fitting. Um, Which I'm quite enjoying actually. Obviously, I'm very glad that we've got Mike and Sully back on the show. Of course, I am talking about Monsters at Work, the show that is on Disney Plus that was released a couple of weeks ago. Um, But for me... It's not one of those shows, as much as I adore Monsters, Inc., it's not one of those shows where I would be like, oh, every evening I'm going to sit down and I'm going to put it on and I'm going to watch it intently. So for me, I tend to take my makeup downstairs and do that as I'm sitting down and I do it with Monsters at Work in the background. And for me, that's a great way to watch it. And I'm actually really impressed with that show so far. I know you had some qualms with the animation and the voices in the beginning, didn't you? I did, yeah. So I guess... I my problem with it was initially before Mike and Sully were kind of introduced and we we met this new character I thought oh this kind of feels budget almost and I and I do still stand by that I do think that it was vital that they had Billy Crystal and John Goodman doing the voices of Mike and Sully they absolutely couldn't have made it without that that was really important and when they did come onto the screen I felt a lot more enthusiastic about it it's watchable it's enjoyable you can tell it's not a Pixar movie and that it doesn't have the budget or the scale of a Pixar movie unfortunately and there's something about it that just 
it feels quite juvenile. Like it does feel like it's target audience is a child audience, which I know people say that about Disney movies and Pixar movies, but Pixar especially, I think that they are feel-good movies for the whole family. And they do have some sort of adult commentary and some adult humor in there, which I feel is severely lacking in Monsters at Work. But it's quite interesting. I'm liking seeing how the characters are developing and I'm really enjoying seeing kind of you know, the evolution of Monsters, Inc. moving from a scare floor to a laugh floor. So it's enjoyable, but it's definitely not my favourite. So we're on Tuesday morning, Tash. You're doing your makeup in in your lounge. You're watching that. Tuesday evening. So is there anything that you are doing on a Tuesday evening? Um, Not particularly. I mean, again, at the moment, as I was talking about Disney+, Plus, the series that we're currently watching which is a sit down in the evening and watch intently is of course behind the attraction so I'm only two episodes in at the moment we've just done um, the Haunted Mansion episode and I am loving this show so far I'm really this is what I needed from Disney Plus you know we spoke about that when after they had done the Imagineering series and how good Disney Plus are at doing these documentary so I'm so so happy that they've done this and I think at the moment they've only released I think it's five episodes isn't it so I'm hoping that they are going to release some more um because I want to see you know things like Pirates of the Caribbean all the attractions Dumbo a small world I want to see all of the attractions and the behind the scenes story Mercedes have you been watching this series I have I've completed the series I really really enjoyed it But the cynic in me, because you all know there is a cynic in me, it's just an advert for Walt Disney World. And I want to see more of the inception and the difficulty and the struggle and the concept. I can't remember which episode it was. I think it was Star Tours. I paused it halfway through and they'd already moved on to, you know, 2.0. And they were just, and it's, It's so predictable. I mean, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, for goodness sake, is the executive producer of this series. And I can go down and I said to Chris, I said, oh, should we watch another episode? Or I should say Grumpy. Who's Chris? Who knows? Um, Should we watch another episode of Behind the Attraction? You went, oh, the Walt Disney World uh, promo, you mean? Like, it's laughable. I can predict each one. Jungle Cruise is not an advert for Walt Disney World. It's an advert for the new movie with The Rock. And then Star Tours is a Galaxy's Edge advert. Space Mountain, they've somehow managed to turn into an advert for Tron opening up in Walt Disney World. And I knew that that was going to happen. Then they started to say, but Space Mountain doesn't work in every park. They spend like two minutes talking about Tron in Shanghai. And then they're like, oh, and guess what? Now, fall 2021, you can enjoy Tron at Walt Disney World. And it's like, oh, for goodness sake. I get it. I get it. I get it. But it's like when there's more of that than there is history, that's when it bothers me. And like Tron, they started to show Shanghai, which was really amazing. And Grumpy and I were both really excited because we were like, oh, we've been there. And like you and Benji will be even more like that, I'm sure. But I paused it 10 minutes from the end and they were already talking about it in Orlando. And it's like, this is just an advert. So yeah, I'm being really negative. I really enjoyed the series and it's a must watch for any Disney parks and resorts fans. But the cynic in me can see Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. What's that an advert for? Is it an advert for Guardians of the Galaxy in California? Oh, no, 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 no. Because that's already there. They've actually managed to turn it into an advert for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind in Epcot. Like that's how much of an advert 
this is. And again, I knew that that was going to happen. Oh, well, if you like that ride, Avengers Campus is coming. Like it's so obviously done. So that's my criticism of it, but it is good. It's the series I needed. I am enjoying it. And I hope that we get more episodes. Yeah, I think I, as I say, I'm only two episodes in and a lot of the stuff with the Haunted Mansion episode, I already knew. So I'm kind of hoping that with the other attractions, I get some, you know, facts that I don't already know. And I think maybe if you're, I don't know if you're a Disney fan, but maybe if you don't know so much about these attractions, then the show is probably even more interesting because you do learn a lot. But I didn't really get the the advert vibe with the Haunted Mansion, but definitely with the Jungle Cruise, it was obviously an advert for the new movie. So now I'm very excited to see how the other ones come across. Yeah, I would agree with you on the Haunted Mansion episode as well. And I was really pleased about that. And I hope that there's like Pirates of the Caribbean one because that's like my favorite attraction and I was really surprised that that wasn't on there and again I I struggled to see how they could turn that into an advert but hey it's Disney I'm sure sure there's if there's a will there's a way so moving swiftly on on a Wednesday I don't really have anything like that's released on Disney plus anymore obviously it was Loki so I was really enjoying Loki Loki was a Wednesday night show it came out on a Wednesday and and that series has now concluded and we spoke about Loki last week in our segment we did a dummies guide to the Marvel Cinematic Universe or it was a Marvel uh, not a Marvel's guide <laughs> a dummies guide to Loki I think I think we're going to do a, a an MCU version at some point and I spoke about last week how about I can't talk I spoke last week about how I there we go really enjoyed Loki and I think I actually preferred it to WandaVision so if you have watched WandaVision and maybe you're not sure about Loki or you know even if you know a little bit about the MCU but you're a big fan of Tom Hiddleston I would definitely recommend Loki it's it's really great and it's got Owen Wilson in it and I have a bit of a soft spot for for Owen Wilson do you really? Do you not like him? I, d- I don't have a problem with him, but I just he seems like a funny person to have a soft spot for. I think he's adorable. <laughs> I don't like have a crush on him or anything. I just think he's no, like, 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 I guess how I like Tom Hanks. Like, okay, I just, yeah. He's, I don't fancy him. God. Good. I'm glad we cleared that one up. Not that there's anything wrong with him at all. Um, Yeah, for me, Wednesdays, well, very often on a Wednesday, we get together and we record Chat Disney. So Wednesdays will often be our our day or the afternoon will often be a bit of research into the news that's been going on in the world of Disney that week. So that's why often sometimes, typically something massive will happen on a Thursday or a Friday or a Saturday and we've already recorded. So that's why you don't often hear or sometimes you don't hear the biggest piece of news reported on the podcast because we're midweek recorders. We are midweek recorders and it has pros and cons and we're actually really inconsistent with our recording schedule. People always say, oh, what day do you record? And it really does differ depending on what Tash and I have got going on. Obviously, life right now is pretty crazy. Tash has just spent however many weeks planning my bridal shower, which took place last weekend. I've got my wedding coming up, house moves, new dogs, job changes, working late, meetings. We have quite busy lives. So being able to sort of commit to one day is quite difficult for us. I actually think it would make our lives a lot easier if we did just commit to one day because then we would just know to keep that day free. But for whatever reason, we seem to really struggle to to find time sometimes. But yeah, often it will be a Wednesday. 
yeah definitely I think it would make make more sense to do it that way but but we make it work and we haven't missed an episode yet in uh, more than two years so uh something's obviously working for us here but yeah we we tend to plan our episodes as well in advance which does help so we always try to have a good six-week plan so we know what's coming up we have little sessions where we get together and we plan and decide what content we're going to have and it still amazes me from time to time that we are still coming up with content we haven't repeated anything so far that we haven't already done no and I think that we will revisit certain topics at some point but the fact that the podcast is two years old already it kind of feels like you know if you go back to revisit a topic after two three years I think that that's acceptable so if there are any topics that we've discussed on the podcast before that you would love for us to revisit definitely let us know because we'll I think we're going to probably do that at some point it'll be interesting to see how some of our favorites have evolved for example you know we did our favorite Disney songs our worst Disney songs it'll be really interesting to me to see if they've changed in any any way over the last two years I'm certain they will have done and obviously we have new Disney songs in the mix now as well because there's been new Disney releases and things so it'll be interesting to discuss that at some point yeah I feel like my list would be totally different if we did it now for sure so that's Wednesday. As I say, I was watching Loki. It has now concluded. Definitely give it a watch if you have not already. Thursdays are a very interesting one for me because I do have a show that I have to watch on a Thursday night, but it's not a Disney show. So unfortunately, there are no Disney shows or podcasts or anything that I have to have to tune into on a Thursday. I don't know if you have anything, Tash. I don't think there is anything that comes out regularly on a Thursday on Disney+. Plus you're muted no there's not Thursday's a bit of a funny day isn't it you know it's that day last day before Friday before the weekend I like Thursdays but yeah there's there's not much not much Disney on Thursday for me alas no as I say I I do have a show that I watch on a Thursday but sometimes you know if if I do want to watch something and I'm kind of flicking around on Disney plus it's very uncommon for me to put on a film like very very uncommon normally because if I have got control of the television it's for a very short period of time and I don't want to be interrupted so watching Disney shorts is something that I do quite regularly on Disney plus and another show that I am kind of watching intermittently at the moment is Desperate Housewives. I'm revisiting all of the episodes of Desperate Housewives. I'm on, I think I'm on season two or season three. I can't remember. And I think, yeah, season two, I think. Anyway, and that is obviously now on, on Disney Plus with the addition of all of the amazing star content that we have, which has just given us a wealth of things to revisit. Me too. I'm, I think I'm on, I'm on the, where it jumps five years. So I'm on like, I think I'm on season five. Oh, but wow. Again, for me, Desperate Housewives, because I've watched that, I've binged it twice before. Like I remember it and I know it quite well. So for me, that's another one that often like I'll have it on in the background while I'm like sorting something out or while I'm doing something else. So yeah, for me, that's a bit of a background show, but yeah, I love Desperate Housewives. It was one of my favorite shows of all time. I don't think we've ever discussed that, have we? We haven't. No, I know. This is a uh, news. I know. No, yeah. Never had this conversation. I think I, I I actually did pick up on the fact that you were rewatching it as well, but I didn't say anything when we were talking at the weekend. I said to you, "Oh, does anyone know George from Desperate Housewives?" And you went, "Oh, yes, I'm rewatching it at the moment." And I said, "Oh, yeah, he's playing Doc Brown in the Back to the Future musical at the moment that's touring the UK, which is just really random." And you did say then, "Oh, I'm rewatching it," and I should have 
chimed in and said, oh, I am as well. But yeah, Desperate Housewives, I've never actually binged it all the way through before. It's one of those shows that used to be on Channel 4. So a little bit like Lost or Once Upon a Time used to be. So it was like, I would just catch an episode as and when rather than kind of watching it all through. But my mum was really into it. So it was often on in our house. But yeah, this is the first time I'm actually going through kind of sequentially which has been very exciting. That is exciting. Oh, yeah, I love watching that show. Like when someone hasn't seen a show that you love and they're watching it properly for the first time, I love that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was like me with The Handmaid's Tale. You have to let me know when you've watched the next five or six episodes, however many there are. So that's very exciting. So yeah, Thursdays, as I say, normally RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, which is not a Disney show, But also I have been sprinkling my week with a little bit of Desperate Housewives here and there. And that brings us on to a Friday. So Fridays for me, I actually don't have any meetings on a Friday. It's a policy at my company that we try not to have recurring meetings on Fridays. So normally I'm kind of head down, stuck on tasks, and I'll normally have music playing on a Friday. And one of my favorite things to listen to, and I highly recommend this to all of our listeners, is Disney music that's electro swing. So I know that sounds really weird, but if anybody's watched Disney, um, Mickey's Mix Magic, sorry, at Disneyland in California, it's very much that kind of music. So it's these remixes, these electro swing remixes of these popular Disney classics. And if you just do like a search for them on Google, there's lots of creators that have made these and uploaded them to music websites. So I just listen to some of them on there. There's lots of them on YouTube as well. So if you have a premium subscription for YouTube, even better because you won't have any adverts. So that's something that I really like to do whilst I'm working on a Friday is just have that music in the background because you don't really have to concentrate on it. So I can just get my head down. This is a great tip. So I listen to a lot of Disney music, like probably I have my Disney playlist on like probably once a week while I'm cooking when I'm not listening to Hamilton, which is like every other day. Um, But yeah, it can be quite distracting sometimes because obviously you always want to sing along. So this electro stuff, I'm very intrigued by this. It sounds right up my street. Does it have, is it without lyrics? It does have lyrics, but like it will sometimes... So we actually had a clip of it for Friend Like Me, I think, for one of our segments. So like it will be kind of like... It will be like there's a Let It Go that I'm thinking of that they play at the fireworks in California and they'll have the chorus... And then after Let the Storm Rage On, the cold doesn't bother me anyway, then it will just go into like a do, 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 do for a long time. And then it will probably just be the chorus again. So it's not like it, yeah, it's very difficult for me to explain. But if you just go online, type in Disney Electro Swing, like YouTube videos will come up immediately. And it's really enjoyable. And I, yeah, I really like it. And I'm also the same as you, Tash. Hamilton is constantly on in our house. Any car trip that Grumpy and I take together, we put the Hamilton playlist on. It's the only music that we can agree on. And I think there was actually some Hamilton music at my bridal shower last week. That was funny. My mum was like, oh, I know this. Like the Skylar sisters. I was like, yes, mum, go on. That Hamilton is also another one like last night, in fact, actually, if you've got 20 minutes to kill between like before a show, like a TV show or something, or you're waiting for something and you just want to stick something on, Hamilton is a great one to just stick on, watch a few songs and done. 
I always use it for that. Yeah, I really love that tip, Tash, because Grumpy and I have watched Hamilton together fully maybe four times, but there was a time recently where we stuck it on and I don't know what happened, but we got interrupted. So we paused it. And then we watched it over the course of about five evenings, just like in sort of 20 minute stints. And actually, I would say I took in more that time than I ever have before. Because I think when you watch it all in one blast, your favorite songs stick out, your favorite performances, your favorite actors, the comical moments. But watching it like that, there was one song I... I had never even realized this song was even in it. And it was sung by a character who I'd never even really seen. It was, I think it was a Caucasian character and it was almost like a decree or something. It was right before a moment that I love and I can't remember what moment that was. And I thought, oh, okay, normally it's probably overshadowed by the next part. But watching it in those small snippets, I took it in better. Are you talking about the bit before we first see the king? Possibly, yes, yes. Decree, yeah. Yes, yeah. It's not the one that's like an obedient servant. It's not that one. No, no, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm not going to sing it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Try. It's the one where, like, (laughs) it's the one where, like, Lynn is interrupting him. He's on, like, his box doing his decree. And then at the end, it's like, silence, a message from the king. Yes. Yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. And, and I always I always know the message from the king. Like, I know that bit. But the song before, I think I do know what you mean about him interrupting. He's kind of rapping over it. Yeah. And he's like, is that kind of... Is that one? Yeah. Yeah. Stuff yeah. like that does get lost very, very easily. So, yeah, I think that... I've never really thought about it in that way, actually. But yeah, the 20 minute stint thing is great for that because you do pay more attention to those songs that do get a bit more lost. So yeah, Yeah. anyone that really wants to like Hamilton or you're trying to convince a partner to get really into it, that is a great, great way to watch it. Yeah, definitely. And also another thing with Hamilton as well. I mean, I haven't seen it on stage. I know you've got tickets to see it this year, Tash. I was going to get them for Grumpy's birthday because he absolutely loves it, but I just didn't want to jinx it with the pandemic and everything. So I might do it for Christmas. He never listens to this podcast, so it's fine. I can say that. But one thing that I know that I would just notice a lot more if I was there in person is also the choreography and the dancers. I feel like, if again, it's one of those things, if you watch it thinking, right, I'm just going to look at the dancers and I'm just going to look at the actors in the background, you start to notice things that you've just never seen before. But anyway, I could talk about this forever. Maybe we should do a Hamilton episode. We probably should, yeah. Maybe once I've I've seen it. Because, yeah, there is so many things like that. There's a really amazing YouTube video, actually, and it's about things that you may not notice from Hamilton, and it talks about stuff like that. And, I mean, I won't go into what all of them are, but, like, there's one, and it's about how Hamilton is always, like, he only walks in circles, and Burr is always walking in straight lines. But then throughout it, as he kind of becomes a bit more erratic, he starts going in circles. Like, stuff like that is just, it's very, very clever and very interesting. I love stuff like that. Like, anything to do with, like, the physicality of the piece. And and also, I feel like, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Tash is a massive fan, and I think we can all appreciate his genius in creating the music and lyrics for this fantastic musical and and other Disney classics as well. Obviously we've got Encanto coming out at the end of the year. We've got Moana and things as well, but also it's like, 
no, come on, guys, this is a joint effort. And things like the walking in the circles, that will be the choreographers that have made decisions like that. And it's just, it's just a brilliant team of people. And I, I just think Hamilton is the greatest musical of our life. Anyway, so <laughs> Tash and I are fangirling over Hamilton on a Friday night. And is there anything that you do at the weekend, Tash, with regards to Disney, like, you know, a lazy Sunday or maybe a Saturday afternoon after you've had a busy shopping trip or something? So a weekend is probably when we're most likely to watch a film. Um, we do, we actually watch films during the week as well. I quite like a midweek film. It feels like a treat um, from time to time. But alas, at the moment, I am one of those people that gets sucked into Love Island. So that is taking up all my evenings. Um, Mercedes is giving me a very disgusted look. Um, so the, the weekend is when we're most likely to sit and watch a film. And I have mentioned before that we are working our way very, very slowly through the Disney classics as inspired by 37 Disney Street. However, this has been a project that's been going on for about a, a year and we're at Alice in Wonderland. So we're not getting very quickly through it. But generally we will watch a Disney, well, not always. I would like to always watch a Disney movie, but Benji's quite open to a Disney film. Um, or sometimes we'll just check out something else that's on Disney Plus. Last Friday, we watched some hideously sad movie about a dog. Um, obviously the dog died at the end. Basically everything that could have, been sad that could happen in the film happened in this film so I wouldn't recommend it and um, but yeah that was a find just a random discovery on Disney plus so yeah we'll often look through Disney plus to see what we can find because there's so much on there now it doesn't have just to just be you know your animation but yeah we'll often watch something again shorts that's a good one if we want to watch something if I'm waiting for Benji while he's making me a cup of tea or if he's pandering around doing something and I'm very impatient then I'll normally stick on on a short so yeah the weekend is generally I would say when we're going to watch a Disney movie if it's going to happen in the week I'm jealous I never get a cup of tea made for me it's like a running joke I actually never get a cup of tea made for me and it's very sad you make nice like cups of tea grumpy cups of tea Grumpy doesn't drink hot drinks. That's uh, why. Yeah. He's never like, you know, but it's a weird thing because my dad always used to make me a cup of tea. I feel like tea should be made for me. Like I'm some sort of queen character because dad was always making tea when I was growing up and he'd be like, oh, do you want a cup of tea? Because he's making himself one. So I'm like, yes, tea should just be given to me and it doesn't happen in this household. So there we are. But anyway, I digress. Disney movies are also something that very rarely happen, unfortunately, in this Dis in this Disney household. <laughs> in this household is not a Disney household and that's why there are no Disney movies but Grumpy and I will explore Disney Plus together we were doing a sort of we were going through the Marvel Cinematic Universe and we got a little bit stuck after Avengers Age of Ultron we need to revisit that we're kind of over halfway so yeah we'll we'll watch a Marvel movie we'll watch a Star Wars movie it, someone has to have died for me to be able to say to Grumpy, can I please put a Disney classic on and him to say, yes, of course. Or I'll watch it and he'll leave the room and he'll be sat in the kitchen watching sport. So yeah, I don't really watch Disney movies that much, to be honest. I think people would be really surprised by that. Like the last time I watched a Disney classic was five weeks ago when my goddaughter was here and she asked if we could watch Princess and the Frog together. Wow. That was the last time. Yeah, that, that is a time ago. I think people would be surprised by that. Yeah, it's really quite distressing. But I I don't know. Okay, so here's the million-dollar question. Hugh, Lucy, and Chris Fletcher from the 37 Disney Street, 
the, the 30 you know what I mean I'm really struggling to speak today the, the, the Tash the 37 Disney Street the Disney household I'm really struggling it's been a long week I want to know if you had to say are they like Disney movie people or Disney park people what would you say oh that's good I would say I do you know what I'm gonna say that I think Hugh and Lucy are Disney Park people. Maybe Chris is a Disney movie person. Chris is definitely a Disney movie person. I think Lucy is a Disney movie person as well, like the knowledge that she has. Whereas yeah, I, I think, think maybe she's both. Maybe both. And then, but both is not part of the game, Tash. So I'm getting I'm getting to it's gonna get tougher than that, right? You see where this game is going. Next, I'm going to ask you about Ryan and Dan from Theme Park Trader. Oh, they're Disney Park people, 100%. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree. Okay, what about Matt from Disney Marvels? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I would say Disney Park. Yeah, me too. And um, what about the fantastic Disney historian and legend, Bob Sangwell? Oh, that's good. He's Disney everything. Um, yes, but that's that's not part of the, the game. Um, I'm going to say, oh, that is hard. I'm going to go Disney movie. Me too. Yeah. And now the million dollar question: What would you say about you and I? Oh, that's see. I would say I used to easily be Disney movie, but since going to Shanghai and going so much and becoming more obsessed with parks. I don't know. That's really hard. I would say your parks. I would probably say I'm movie. I think I'm parks and your movie. And the reason I bring this up is because of the fact that I think people think that I sit in my snuggle day with a blanket watching Disney films. And I really don't watch them that much. Like, I really don't. Whereas, you know, behind the attraction, like, oh, Mercedes, have you watched it? Yeah, I finished it. Like, anything parks... I'm like compulsive. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. Because we're actually, yeah, I'm definitely, as much as I love the parks, when I think about, you know, I listen to Disney music a lot and that's from the films. And when I think about the parks, I think about the music that I hear in the parks that comes from the films and the elements from the films. So yeah, I'm definitely a Disney movie. Yeah, I see that with you, definitely. And And don't get me wrong, like, Obviously, Tash loves parks and I love movies. I'm not saying like, oh, Disney movies, I hate them. I only like the parks. Oh my God, I am not like that. And I think there are some people who are like that, that love the parks and have like never seen a Disney film or have only seen like The Lion King. Obviously, as soon as there's a brand new classic, Tash and I are at the cinema together watching it. But if I had to pick, you can never watch a Disney movie ever again or you can never go to a Disney park. That is like the easiest decision for me. Oh, that, see, that to me is hard. Really? It, you know, it's hard because Disney movies are something you can do anytime, any place. They do, in, like, if I'm having a bad day, they can significantly help my mood. Whereas parks are more of a treat. But then I don't think I could, no, I could never go to a Disney park again. I think I'd have to choose parks. I definitely pick parks. I, I, it's such an easy decision for me. <laughs> That, that that has turned into a really interesting little round there. And I'm really intrigued to see, obviously, if you're listening, 37 Disney Street, Disney Marvels, Theme Park Trader, I'm really interested to see if you agree with us. Yeah, but the reason I 
said this, I mean, we've gone off on a massive tangent. This has nothing to do with our recommendations or anything, but was just because when we're talking about watching Disney films, I really don't do it that much, to be honest. And yeah, um, final thing I want to talk about that we're recommending right now, I actually have here, but it's in the junk slash wedding room. And I'm so excited about it. I wasn't going to tell you about it, but I'm so excited about it that I actually have to go and get it and show it to you. So I'll let you ramble to our listeners while I go grab it. Oh, I'm very excited. I've got absolutely no idea what Mercedes is is going to come back with. I can see her pottering off to get whatever it is now. Normally, I would feel like if it was a big Disney thing, she would have told me about it already. So uh, I'm very intrigued, especially as it's coming from, as she labelled it, the junk room. <laughs> She's back and I can't see what it is. Okay, so as you all know, I hope, I'm getting married in three weeks. And it's customary to give certain people who have important roles in the wedding a gift. And so I wasn't sure if I was going to get my flower girl a gift or not, because obviously we've gifted her her little outfit, her accessories. She's going to have like a princess wand to walk down the aisle with. It's like a rose that our florist is creating. But the other day, I was thinking about the wedding and I'm not having that many Disney elements in my wedding, but it is actually getting a little bit out of hand and growing as the weeks go by. And I went on to shop Disney and I just typed in bridal and then I tried bride and then I tried wedding. And I was really disappointed that not very much returned at all. So then I tried shop Disney in the US and oh my God, there was like a plethora of wedding related items that you can get from Shop Disney in the US. And I was just like, why is it so rubbish in the UK? We just don't get the same merchandise. Anyway, going off on a massive tangent, I saw this book on the US Shop Disney website and I was so angry. I was like, how do we not have this? And I was about to send it to my mom and my sister and be like, oh my God, how perfect would this book be? And then I thought, I'm going to check Amazon. I'm going to check Amazon in the UK. And they had it and it was really inexpensive. Look at this book. (gasps) Oh my God. I love that. So Mercedes (laughs) book. And it's a Disney princess book called Once Upon a Flower Girl. Oh, I love that so much. And on the cover, we've got Ariel, we've got Tiana. And we've got Belle and we've got their little flower girls. I love that one on the back. We've got Cinderella. We've got Rapunzel. And we've got, I can't see who that is in the top. Snow White? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's a genius idea. Isn't it? And my flower girl obviously doesn't listen to this podcast. She's four years old and her mum doesn't listen either. But like... I'm so excited about this. I had to share this with you. So it says like in the book, basically what it means to be a flower girl and what you have to do. So it's like, have you ever wondered what it's like to be a flower girl? And I really like it as well because it's a really inclusive book. It's got lots of children in it of different ethnicities. Uh, My flower girl is actually uh, Asian. Her mother is Korean. So that's great. It's also got like a a flower girl in a wheelchair on one page as well so it's a really inclusive book but yeah it says things that I'm trying to find a a page now without like sorry I'm probably making so much racket 
Um, but it says, yeah, when it's time to walk down the aisle, it's okay if you feel nervous. Everyone gets nervous sometimes, even princesses. And it's got a flower girl walking down the aisle with Rapunzel. Have courage. Remember, you're not alone. You're braver than you think. Um, and then we've got Cinderella with her flower girl who looks like a South Asian little girl. And it says, when the moment finally arrives, do your best walk. And if something goes wrong, just smile. Mistakes happen. It's it's lovely. It's oh so cute. So lovely. I wish that had been around or I'd known about that when I got married and my niece was a flower girl. That is literally the best book I think you could ever find. I want to borrow that from Amber to read it. Yeah, yeah, I'll read it to you after. We'll go through it together so you can see all the things. I was like that. I wanted to see like which flower girl went with which princess. Oh my God, I love that. I love that. But yeah, it's very special. And I I knew, I, I almost didn't want to show it to you because I knew that you'd be like, I wish I'd given that to Sophie, my niece. But like, you know, the relationship, the special relationship that I have with Amber and it's all around Disney princesses. Like whenever we're together, she goes, can we play the princess one? And I have to describe a princess and she has to guess who the princess is. I think we actually did it in an episode once of, of Chat Disney in a in a Ohana segment. <laughs> and like for her birthday now as well, I say, what do you want for your birthday? And she just says a princess and that means that she wants the dress. She doesn't even say she wants, like we just have an understanding. She's like Rapunzel one. And I'm like, okay. So the fact that that's something that we share together and then the book like I cannot think of a better gift yeah that is so so perfect I absolutely absolutely love that so yeah there we go we've covered everything in this episode now podcasts music films shows and books yeah and books too. So yeah, if you do have a wedding coming up anytime soon they probably do once upon a bridesmaid as well Tash if you're feeling nervous don't worry <laughs> I would love that. I might source that out. But of course, that is not the only wedding talk we're going to be having this month. As Mercedes mentioned, she is getting married very, very soon. So we do have a couple of wedding episodes coming up. So in a couple of weeks time, we're going to be talking about our dream Disney wedding. And then after that, we will be talking about Mercedes wedding and all the Disney touches that she does have at her wedding. And I, I, I think she's playing it down. I think there are definitely more Disney touches there than she is is letting on but before that all kicks off next week of course the jungle river cruise the jungle cruise whatever it's called has just been released so we will be discussing that next week we're actually going to be doing an episode all about live movie adaptations of existing disney rides and we will be doing a full review of the jungle river cruise as well so do make sure you tune in next week for that but before we finish today's episode, we are going to play a quick round of Snap. You find the fun and snap. The job's a game. So, Mercedes, do you want to explain to our listeners how Snap works? Absolutely. So what's going to happen is Tash and I are both going to choose a word. So I'll say my word first and then Tash will say her word. In an ideal world, we would both say the word at the same time. But because of the delay, because we're not together and we're on Zoom, it wouldn't work. So I will go first and then Tash will say hers. And essentially, we keep going until we get the same word. So for example, if I said apple and Tash said princess, then we'd both say Snow White on the next go. So we keep going and linking the two words together until we make one word. And this is a really, really fun game that you can definitely play along with at home. You don't have to be 
playing it with Disney as the theme either. If you want to play it with your family, you could just do it with any word. But having Disney as a theme does definitely help to keep you more streamlined. And it's a really fun game to play in ride queues as well if you are lucky enough to go to a Disney park anytime soon. Absolutely. So Mercedes, are you ready? Do you have a word? I do. Do you have a word? I do. Okay, ready? Three, two, one, yellow. Pumpkin. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, Cinderella. Yeah. Pumpkin. This is it. Yellow hair and a pumpkin. Definitely that. That was very short-lived. Let's do best of three. Okay. Do you have a word? Uh, Yes. Okay. My word, three, two, one, castle. Bird. Okay. Castle bird. Okay. I've got one. I don't think it's going to be the same as yours, but here we go. You ready? No. um, Okay. Okay, it's not going to be the same as mine. I know it's not. I can't think of a connection, but yeah, let's go. Okay, three, two, one. Arkham. Oh, Zazu. I went for Archimedes. Uh, Yeah, that's more castly than a Zazu. I couldn't think of a castle bird. Well, I was thinking of the fact that in Sleeping Beauty's castle in Disneyland Paris, there's that weird like alchemy glass shop and there's an Archimedes owl carving in there. Very, very good. Very good. Okay, we've got Zazu and we've got Archimedes. I have a word. Do you? A word. Okay, three, two, one, sidekick. Park. Park, okay. Okay, sidekick, park. I've got a word. Uh, Yeah, I've got one. Okay, three, two, one, Jiminy Cricket. Character. Okay, Jiminy Cricket, character. Okay, I feel like not much can go wrong here. Okay. Okay, yeah. Three, two, one. Pinocchio. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Let's go for one more. So, Tash, do you have a word? I do. Okay. Three, two, one. Hair. Door. Okay. I've got one. I've got one. Okay. Three, two, one. Tower. Oh. Tangled. Oh, (laughs) damn it. Okay. Tangled and tower. I feel okay. like not much yeah. here. I don't know. Okay. Three, two, one. Rapunzel. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. We both said Rapunzel. So yeah, you can see this game obviously works a lot better when you're actually physically with the person, but we've just managed to do it over Zoom on a podcast. So you can absolutely play this at home, as I say, with friends and family or in a ride queue. It's entirely up to you. Absolutely. And that does conclude this week's episode. We do hope that you have enjoyed listening along with us and do get in touch with us. Let us know how you incorporate Disney into your week. As always, you can reach us on Instagram at Chat Disney. Or you can send us a tweet. Our Twitter is at Chat Disney UK. Next time, as Tash said, it's all about movie adaptations of classic Disney attractions. So we're going to be talking about Pirates of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion. Please do let us know your favorites. You can always send us an email as well. Our email is chatdisneyuk at gmail.com. Bye for now. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.